Yeah, probably. I appreciate it though. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, dude. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. This is your host. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I screwed up my own opening. <laughs> I'm going to leave it, too. Uh, welcome you to Porch Talk. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Happy Thanksgiving. This is your host, Alan. And I guess this is a little bit of our Thanksgiving as well. I got Farouk here with me, dude. How goes it? It's going well. It's going well. I'm very excited for this uh, winter. Oh, yeah? That's about to come. And, uh, yeah. You a big fan of winter? That is uh, right. That is right. Are you really? I am. I can't never tell, man. I do like autumn, but winter is... Uh, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have a winter like this in Egypt? Well, it's not as Kind of wet cold. and rainy like this? Yeah, it's definitely rainy, but it's not as cold. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, dude, well, uh, it's been a while since we just hung out in general. What's been, uh, what's been good with you, dude? Yeah, what's been good? What's been good? Yeah. I uh, graduated... I'm uh, a Master's of Science holder now. Hmm. Um, I attended a conference very recently, and I'm attending a bigger one very soon. And I think the PhD is just around the corner. Hey. So, I think we might just stay in Sparkville for a little longer. Okay. Very right? cool, man. Then we'll get the fuck out. Yeah. Where would you go? Uh, anywhere nice. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <coughs> I hear you, man. I tell you, um, it's been a couple places I've traveled to lately, and I've kind of taken real kind to it. Yeah. I like this place called Pedal, uh, just outside of Hattiesburg. Okay. That's a cool little place. I think because I've just made a, quite a few friends there. You know, you think about, I guess you just try to be positive if you live in a shithole. But uh, <laughs> you try to tell yourself that uh, uh, it's the people that make it good, not the location or, you know, whatever makes it suck. As long as we got these people, we got something. But people move. <laughs> people move. And that's how, well, that's natural. Yeah, man. What else? Conferences? Yeah. What y'all talking about? So the one I attended in Ohio, it was basically, it was a very condensed workshop about um, developing a full stack software and hardware for quantum computation, industrial and academically as well. So it would be more of a very effective tool, a tool that anyone would like to use solving their problems in, let's say, medicine, biochemistry, uh, power systems, renewable energy, optimization of that, uh, 
controlling uh, crypto systems and so on. Fish. This could be a backbone yeah. for basically everything. You're just developing an infrastructure mm-hmm. for what could be the new, the future technology. That's yeah. That's that's the next step. Now we're on the precipice of something that uh, I believe is um, gonna scare the hell out of people. Yeah. And it's gonna be pushed back upon. Like with like we're we're coming into like you know people freaked out about or I believe they did I wasn't there I mean we could ask Joe Biden I think he's probably enough to remember it but uh like the industrial revolution. I mean I bet there were people there like industry what the hell that's going to change the entire way of life and the way that we structure society i mean that's the potential that we're talking about yeah yeah like we could have nice things or nicer we could have nicer things definitely nicer everything um it's just right now the big Like the naive question right now, she's not actually naive by any means, uh, is, okay, we have this. We have this future technology right now. We're just sitting there trying to develop a full stack infrastructure for it. How could we use it? That was the core of it. Like, all right, you have a problem. You are the owner of... For example, all the power stations across the Mississippi. Uh-huh. And you want to have a power system that just controls that such that you have a controller box that just has two buttons, you know, to fix everything. You don't want to have like a hundred buttons, right? Uh-huh. So that's more of what we call an optimization problem, right? So that, how could you translate that to be solved? by this technology that we have, the quantum computation thing. This is the real deal now. I'm telling you, man. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to people voice concerns that they have. I think some of them are valid. But I think think there's another aspect of it that we haven't really thought about. Maybe you can help me with it. Is, uh, let's say that we took something such as a power grid online like that and I think there always needs to be some kind of a, uh, what's the right way to put it, uh, contingency plan mm-hmm. to where in case one fails or one was hacked or it had a DDoS on the server, like you could like having something online such as something that important of infrastructure, Yeah, that would be very easy for you, like your enemies to mm-hmm. screw with you. Yeah. Well... But but I think the aspect that people fail to think about is like with this new quantum computation and it being able to handle such massive loads, especially like with the help of AI, that our technology when it comes to security will be as equally good. Well, while we are and should be concerned about this, uh, we're not actually applying it, not... Let me rephrase this. We're not actually caring about this as much as the industrial market in Europe, for example. No. 
they are literally trying to right now build up an FDA for algorithms for this type of technology. Like they could approve healthy stuff that could only be there or provide security or that's it. Mm. We don't care about this as much. Not here. Because the market here is very competitive. They want to grow up. They want the money. Right? They want the fame. They want everything. Right? Mm -hmm. And having to wait on all these ethical decisions of like security and stuff or how to do it. They are essential. They don't seem to care about that much. Maybe I'm mistaken. But I wouldn't be surprised, man. I don't know, and I don't know if that was a dumb question or not. It's something I just thought about. Uh, but yeah, I see what you said. What else was good? Meetings. You meet anybody from uh, while you was there that was just from like I don't know. What's another good technology school here? I in met, well, I met I met some people from my Case Western Riverside. Uh, reverse, I think. Reserve, sorry. Case Western Reserve in Cleveland. Uh, before I go to Cleveland first, I get to know that people get shot there. <laughs> Just get shot, mostly by the police. Just kind of surprising to me because <laughs> I'm on a visa, right? <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's first check. Until when we can walk in the streets safely. Mm. And I figured it's 8 p.m. I was like, fuck that. 8 p.m., 9 p.m., you should be back to your place. Shouldn't be walking in the streets. Especially in East Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I've heard some home. stories about it. You know, that's where uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony came from? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's very, uh, I think, uh, Mississippi as a whole. And I'm not speaking negatively about the state. Um, it's just a matter of fact. So, I mean, I wouldn't really get offended over this. But I think adversity and uh, economics, especially it being that bad, and then also just the, the blight of the people on top of, uh, I mean, like, if the, if the statistics on that cop shooting thing is correct, that's another factor to throw in there. Yeah. Uh, but, like, those kind of adversities create some of the most creative people. You know, because they have something that they're constantly fighting. They have adversity. Mm -hmm. It's what keeps them. It's almost like a revolution. Yeah. Uh, at least to me when it comes to, like, thinking about that and creative, like, a Bone Thugs and Harmony coming from that. And so many more have come from that side of town, you know. Mm -hmm. Kind of rose above it using their talent. Yeah. So I actually got to meet... Um, She is a computer scientist. She's doing a master's in Case Western. Uh, but she's running on quantum computation. She does not know anything about quantum computation. But she's just comparing some different stuff, statistics and things for comparing like who's better and who's not, right? which way is best. That was very interesting to me. It's the very different point of view to study this field. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I met a couple of people there. I met, a, I met another dude from the mechanical engineering department. 
and he was working basically on he has nothing to do with quantum computation so who there did but he <laughs> knows business he knows the technology business so he can ask ah. the correct questions of like in terms of an upper point of view of all right let's manufacture this and get this done with you know the available resources that we have then get the best out of it hell yeah dude so they put the right people in there <laughs> that's interesting man sounds like they was like picking cream of the crop and different oh, it was it was fun we went uh, bar hopping on uh, after the conference right you bar hop fast if you're getting back at nine well, we got back by 10.30. Okay, yeah. That was brave. That was bold. Yeah. I feel you, man. <laughs> and... What was I that like? Know, you, enjoy, you enjoy yourself? I did, I did. Most of the um, arts and what you see around you is Italian. Like, very... Really? Yeah, it was like a, uh, an Italian, maybe an Italian neighborhood or something. And they have an Italian restaurant, an Italian bar, and it was very nice. It was very cool. Very cool. Very interesting. I like that. I ain't been, uh, I can't tell you the last time I went bar hopping, man. That's a good way to see the city, though. <laughs> see the damn nightlife. You can see yeah. the creatures of the night. <laughs> see what it's all about. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Bar hopping. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. What else has been good? Anything else? Well, hmm. it's going right. That's what I like to say. Yeah. I like that. That's a good way to put it, man. That's right. Well, I've talked a little bit about the quantum computation and you graduating. Hmm, what else we got to talk about? What do you want to talk about? We even talked about the weather, dude. Come on. Got it going on over here. <laughs> I've, oh. Ooh, yeah. Something I've been meaning to ask you. I got I got one for you. You're going to be happy about this one. Okay. Who you been listening to? Listening to it. Yeah, what bands, man? Um, did I have to pick up my phone? Oh, he's got to go to the Spotify. That's right. That's right. So, I've mostly been playing, apparently, the Rolling Stones. I got Foo Fighters. Okay. I got Guns N' Roses. And I also got Monoskin, right? They just released a new album. And I got Blee... Uh, Monoskin? Mashuga. Yeah, Monoskin. You know Monoskin, that Italian band. They have uh, a more of a uh, hip-hop type of rock thing. I think you showed me that. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I also got uh, Mashuga. It's a heavy metal band. There's one song called Bleed. Uh, the drummer there is just crazy. High recommendation on that? Yeah. Bleed. Stays in there. Bleed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Also, listen to this song called "Love" by Kid Cudi. He's a rapper, I think. And yeah, the very interesting thing about it is the background is a guitar solo 
from the 80s. It's a good sample. It's it's a good thing. It's very uh, amusing to listen to. I, I'll tell you something that you may have not known about me, dude. But, uh, you know, the very introduction to the show mm-hmm. is a tip of the hat to Kid Cudi. Okay. The song Revo Faith. Yeah. It's on the, the first uh, Man on the Moon. It's, uh, what do I have to say to the kids? What, uh, what are we going to bring to the table? And so, like, I always try to open the show like that to kind of get me in the right state of mind about, like, what we're trying to do. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm a, I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. I've been been a Kid Cudi fan for a long time, dude. Yeah. Uh, that Man on the Moon, you dig this, back when we were in, like, high school. Yeah. Uh, that's what, that was our smoke songs. We would listen to Man on the Moon 1 and 2. Like, those were really good songs to, like, burn one down to. Yeah. Very, like, I like uh, I like his flow when he raps. He's got good flow. That's right. And uh, he's also, he's like, um, I like his choice of words. Mm-hmm. He's, got a, he's got a hell of a way to talk about it. And for the most part, he's fairly uplifting. He doesn't talk about, like, bullshit a lot. He talks yeah. about real shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, I like Kid Cudi. And I've been listening to a lot of blues. Dude. Blues and jazz. I've been listening to Miles Davis, man. Yeah. Talk about jazz. Nice. You know him? Yeah. Dude, something else. Um, I think my favorite is uh, there's a pretty good, I think it was a live video, but it's just a still image. But uh, it never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite song of his. Yeah. Um, I like that one. I've been listening to uh, talk about jazz again. Uh, a little Frank Sinatra, dude. That's right, yeah. I love that, yeah. <laughs> well. And dude, I, like I did a podcast Sunday night with a buddy of mine. He's like been listening to the same shit. I was so, like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to do is not very classic. Uh, I get on YouTube and search local bands in New Orleans, for example, doing jazz. Oh, right? cool. So I see what's going on now, and I listen to those because they are playing in bars and they get videotaped. Did you and Barty get to see that live when y'all went down there? I have, I have not been in a jazz bar. I have been in a jazz bar for once, but there was no like live music thing. Right, they were just playing jazz on jazz on the uh Damn. Right? It's kinda lame. Yeah. Dude, there's a blue there's a place called the blues bar. They don't even play the blues there. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they do like country yeah. covers. I was like Yeah. What the hell is going on around here? That's that's a funny joke. That place is that place is alright though. I've had I've had a couple beers there. Mm. I ain't gonna hate on it. I just think it's funny that you'd call it a blues bar and don't have the blues. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. All right. So um, that's about music. Music is over. Music is over. Man, world events. I've something conspired and. October 7th? Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, 
That's one thing that I haven't really. <laughs> October the seventh has been uh, a mark in history, which is true. Yeah, sure. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I think it is going to be a historical day. I'd be interested to see uh, how history writes itself about that because it's one thing about history. You only hear about the, the side that won because the other side gets annihilated. Well, logically, that... Uh, measuring any sides or taking any sides or like being with one side just before everything there are two sides <coughs> right here one of them is fully armed right they have the power and they have the support and one of them <coughs> is Basically the opposite. They are just disarmed. They don't have shit and tip rocks or whatever. They have little missiles. Yeah, um, man. That was like tearing the water pipes up to make them things, they say. So, this situation rules out peace. That's it, because if you don't want to change this, if you can't, then there will be no peace, because that strong side has no damn reason to give away or give up anything because he's strong he can take it what's wrong this is just how nature works mm -hmm. this is how human evolves what do you think do you, do you read history or so and the weaker side on the contrary well most probably will never give up because they have no place to go. To go. Nowhere else. So, okay, let's be displaced. We'd rather die, but we won't go because we have no place to go. That's basically it. You want to. Yeah. Man, and I mean, there's a. The way that you're allowed to talk about this is even censored uh the way that's that, right the way that that's the, right the way that the the news narrates it is twisted of uh, the way that our politicians are talking about it and the checks they're writing is very telling of uh, i mean there's uh i mean like you said man it's uh Oh, I, like it's quick how quick everybody forgot about Ukraine right when this popped off. I mean, right now, there is an almost the same type of massacre going on in Congo and Sudan. Yeah, there's, I think there's, an, uh, there's an, a couple more countries too. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's so sad. You see the militias in Congo mm -hmm. killing people. Mm -hmm. It's... It's unimaginable. It's unbearable. It's it's horrible. Yeah, there's a, there's a, and it ain't getting that ounce of coverage. Not an ounce of coverage. The same thing in Sudan. But in Sudan, it's worse. They're only targeting women. They want, they're killing more women than men. It's nuts, man. What's the primary drive of that? Is it their religion? <sighs> you think? 
a lot of shit is going on in these countries. A lot of shit. Yeah. I've uh I've been I've been reading a lot like uh the what is China calling it the the Great Beltway mm-hmm. that you know and China has been working with relations in Africa for a while now and I think it's been like destabilizing things <sighs> along with the destabilization that takes on with <laughs> Western countries. Uh, so I mean yeah I mean there's a geopolitics is 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 insane right now. I am not qualified at all to talk about geopolitics because, well, I read history, I have my own opinions, uh, but I do not know a lot about geopolitics, so I'm not really the one to talk about what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not my job. I just wanted to clarify this. Yeah. Well, but, we're just chatting. But yeah, we're chatting, and for to be sitting in a place that values freedom and free speech so much. I correct. Think, I it's think very that, correct. I think it's very. Uh, I think it's very hypocritical to try to censor people's opinions just because it's not. Uh, what the media is saying and I mean there's literally half the country that has been feeling this way for quite some time it'll cost them their job it'll it'll cost a, a, a I've, I've seen videos of students being kicked out for having an opinion in the freest, freest place on earth that oh. has now granted First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Well, not, it's, it's, not it, only this is, the U.S., it's, but it's also... Critical, it's critical to be able to have, like, to be able to talk about things because how does an idea improve? Or how do we get anywhere, like, with our way of thinking and philosophically or, like, our misconceptions of, like, the way some people, is, people view things, right? Here's the biggest problem from my point of view. I think a lot of information and data are flowing into our minds every single day just from the media, from your phone, following the media on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, X now, or even TV, right? So you see... Pretty much you see different narrative everywhere. I do not know if most of people actually see that different narrative or they are just the al- algorithm is just showing them what they want to see. You get my point here? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I I watch, for example, different medias. I watch German medias, I watch UK media, I watch French, French media, I'm certainly with the French. I watch uh, Spanish, Arabic media, and US media. I also watch Chinese media. Yeah. Right, and Russian see, media. See, I have Russian friends. Same, dude. I s- and see what everybody's saying. About but I do not think that, like many people watch a lot of this, right? 
I think that many people fall in the trap of just their brains being fed all this information from the media they are used to watch. Sure. <clears throat> Which is, I don't know, I mean, it has some legitimacy to it. I'm not suggesting a conspiracy. Let's just differentiate between these two things, okay? I'm suggesting. I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a conspiracy. That's right. I think it's um, it's pretty close to the what is what what it is. <laughs> it's truth. <laughs> and that's there. okay. I mean, that's okay. The media is owned. That's fine. But you have to be mindful, right? You have to think on your own, right? Does this make sense? Right? Does this, um, can I accept this as a human being or not? Or because it's just far away, should I care? Should I even care? Mm-hmm. Right? But no, I mean, think, I mean, if I were an American who was born in America, I would have thought like this America is a most strong, the strongest country in the world. It's the biggest empire right now, right? 75% of the world, they have military bases right there, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that my opinion actually matters, right? I think that my vote or whatever decision I like, I make, because we are the strongest country, right? We Everybody else follows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is the biggest empire in history, man. Bases all over the world. Like, it's weird, it's a... And I think something's like really on the verge of popping off to world that that's going to be challenged because I think there's a couple think, there's a there's a there's a couple of things that's been going on that has really been like inspiring like what I think is near. Well, excuse me, I. I do not think and I do not believe in an individual type of explanation for how the world goes. I'd like to think of it collectively in terms of literally how the world goes, what is how history is made, what really happened, and what's repeated, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'd think, oh, that's, this might just be cruel to say, but it's something humans are used to, somehow. Because, yeah, we have democracy, we represent ourselves. It takes time to take a decision. 
Yeah. And it's uh, like with history or with the with the narrative that you're being fed, and only almost it seems like you're only allowed to ingest. Uh, like it's brainwashing. I wouldn't then, say brainwashing because brains can think, right? They can spin back backward, unlike uh, a washing machine. It's not. No. Fair enough. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be really brainwashing? I just say misleading. You just have to think it through. You just have to read or maybe see independent resources, see other point of views. Just think about it. Yeah, there was a there was a kid. I think his name is uh, Max Blumenthal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an American journalist, but he is uh, he spent quite a bit of time in the West Bank and Gaza. And uh, he knows his shit when it comes to Palestine, Palestine and uh, Israel. And uh, he has been like one of the primary sources that I've been like listening to just to see, like to give me a little knowledge on the other side. Because all I know is Israel. I don't, I don't, there's not a whole lot. You don't read about Palestine in the history book. No. Because you don't have power. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, some people, like, I mean, it's different according to what chart you look at and how nations look at things, but there's a lot of places that don't even recognize it as a country. Mm-hmm. It's not That's even, true. it's not recognized by a lot. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is, this is an oppressed people. Like, uh, but I'm not saying, like, uh, what was done on October 7th was correct, uh, but... Not at all. Uh, that, that's there's there's always got to be a there's there's got to be a better way. Like, Again, in the situation. But of, like as and I'm not like I'm not. I just want to clear this up. Like Max Blumenthal. Like when you think about like the doctrine and of what they believe, like their action is. Is what had what they believed had to be done. Okay. Well. And I'm not, I'm not defending. Well, that's not. I'm not condemning or condoning. I'm just. The thing is. Thank you.
could save somebody. Glass people cut deep. You say the the Mexican market here has got a restaurant in the back. Yeah, across the way, across the road from Dave's Dark Horse. That's pretty good. Dave's, from Dave's Tavern, across the road. It's called Tienda Hispanic. I guess oh, yeah. it's a gateway. I thought it was just a market. No. Just tip in and just keep going. Let's see the restaurant behind the market. I'm going to check it out. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> this is delicious. Mm. I don't know. That's something, man. You found like a hidden little gym. How'd you find out about that? <laughs> One of my dudes, uh, he moved out to Michigan now. His girlfriend was Mexican. Oh. She knew the place. That's a hidden gem. That's a pretty good price, too? Yeah. Damn, man. You done found a good thing. <clears throat> I'm not sure if they're still around, dude, but uh, there was this Jamaican joint in Philadelphia. Man, I love to eat there. And it was kind of that same, man, like, you go in there, they give you that to-go box you had. And it is overflowing with food. Yeah. And it's at a great price, man. And it's delicious. And uh, I hope they're still around, dude. I, I thought they were awesome. Seems like every town's got one of them. <laughs> This is ASMR on uh, eating uh, delicious food. But um, <laughs> what uh, where did we where did we break at? What was I asking you? What is the way out of this? Yeah, the way out. What's the way out of this? I don't know, brother. I don't know. It's not that. It's complicated. It's actually not. But <clears throat> it's a game. A matter of power. That's it. The strong rules. Period. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how long they hopefully. I wonder how long they persist, because it's yeah. been, what, 44, 48 days? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Well over, I mean, we're going on two months. Like, uh, how much is enough? How much is enough? <laughs> I mean, if you can have it all. What's stopping you? It's the way we are. And that's exactly what's happening. That's the way we are, that's fine. I mean, it's not the way we are, it's... 
the way of the stronger is, you know. I've heard it. I've heard it, you know, from both sides, man. And like in the history of all of this, like the moment hot conflict erupts, and like one side will begin to refer to the other as a dog or an animal or barbaric to imply that you had some kind of moral or sophisticated, you're, you're just other, you're better than them, or we're all just humans. <laughs> the uh, dehumanization yeah, that's going on now, mm-hmm. and that's been going on during World War II against oh. Jews, and it's been going on with so many incidents against so many people. Yeah. I, the whole thing is just it's 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 disappointing, and I mean like I've I've listened to I listen to a lot of people I've listened, you know, I mean you could say like this is a battle over the Holy Land and it's between um, two Abrahamic faiths. Um, you definitely you have something there. Uh, you have an argument over the history of who was there first. Uh, you have an argument about uh, shitload of stuff, dude. I've had it, I've heard it said that you know even if even if the refugees could leave or you know could get out, like there's nowhere in that region that would accept them. I mean, that's the one. The thing is, let me put it this way, okay. From their point of view, from the Middle East point of view, it's not like we want to accept them, it's more like if we accept them, they lost their land. They must fight. Right? And they've been there. I know that. Alright, you want to list the history? and do what's going on and the Jews were there as were the Arabs the Christians and the Muslims but mostly Christians for a long time that's right that is right because Jesus walked there yes right he walked there mm-hmm. that's, where it, that's where it happened yeah so I would say and like according to what happened after World War II where the Jews have been expelled out of Europe mm-hmm. and rejected by the US but found sanction for them in Palestine in their holy land the promised land as I know of Judaism mm-hmm. there is no they are they don't have a promised land they don't have a home to return to that's as of I know of Judaism but there is always the nationalist or the Zionist idea of there is a promised land there is a homeland and you have to take care of it and not only that but it's also exclusive to us and us only right that's really dangerous and bad yep yeah I kind of see what you're saying man I mean uh, but I was just thinking about nationalism and all that, and 
the idea of having a place where you belong and all this and that. And also, like, just that, that whole mindset like that, man, that's bullshit. To judge somebody or to not allow someone something or reject an opportunity to just because of where someone's from or the color of their skin or what they believe. Um, I, I don't like that. I'm not with that. You know, I mean, even like on a creative side of thing, man, like what I base and judge a person on and whether or not I would allow them to be a part of my life is, um, you know, it's based on their character. Um, and like, I don't, I don't really want to be around people who just kind of half-ass it and, and don't have no backbone and don't stand up for what they believe and uh, if, if they have to fight for what they got to fight for. Uh, I put some respect on that. And, um, I mean, you can take that literally however you mean it, but like, I'm, I'm talking about like that's the people that I would surround myself with. At least they believe in something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's themselves. Yeah. But, uh Believe and then, you know, on the alternative, if, if I if I don't, like, if I find your character to be shit, man, I mean, you're just, I don't want to be around you. I don't want nothing to do with you, you know. It's like zapping me of, you know, my motivation or like what, what I'm moving towards, you know. I'm trying to yeah. go, I'm trying to go somewhere, you know. I'm trying to do something. Coming from Kennedy, Alabama. Coming from Kennedy, Alabama. Yeah, man. We can do it. <laughs> anyway, um, what you were talking about with the... Uh, they found a sanctuary. They found a sanctuary. They found a sanctuary for them. In that land that was called Palestine. Right? Mm-hmm. But now... The idea of nationalism, not, let me not do cavit, uh, do nationalism dirty. Let me just talk about the explicit idea of having a land and being very racist to every other person who doesn't follow your principles on this land. Just imagine that, right? You have a country that their belief system basically, or their government basically, the far right of them is, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So, this is what evolved. This is, I don't think they wanted this at first. But this is what happened, and this is what evolved now, and it became, from the Eastern point of view, as an occupation colonizer. But from the Western point of view, it was a sanctuary for them. And it's their land. They gotta get back there. I mean, in think in Washington, nine maybe nine point five million Jewish people. Maybe New York might be might be mistaken one for the other. But there is a good population of them here, right? 
So those people out there, they just they just want to live there peacefully, right? Okay. So if you, if you try to connect to the people, I think we're human beings without having this idea of superior race or superior people. Because this is yeah. this is a core thing. Once you have a superior superiority idea, everybody else is inferior. You look down on everybody else. Okay, I've seen that play out a few times in history too. And that sucks. Yep. You know, we learn history for a reason. Right? To fix our mistakes. Right. So <clears throat> Yeah, man, I I agree, you know. Um, it just, it it 100% depends on so much. I mean, it could be a matter of what, what you believe and believe about that land, it being holy. Uh, it could be of what... Ask me as a scientist. Yeah. I... Yeah. I, right, do not really follow the religious description of God. Or the entity that we call God. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so I know about how God is is described in Islam. Like there could be specific statements in Quran that would describe how strong or how God would do certain things. Mm-hmm. And same thing is well explained in Christianity, right? In the Bible, and the same thing is also well explained in uh, Torah. Right, that mm-hmm. Judaism, holy uh, Yeah, and this kind of is like my ballpark. It's my jam, dude. I mean, this is what I studied. So you know? this is a deal now, because it comes. It does not come through science. This does not mean science. Science is based on. I'm just talking as a scientist. Yeah. Science is based on doubt. You have to doubt that shit and start questioning it. And hypothesizing about it, get a hypothesis about it, and verify that, right? Religion is about belief. It's faith. It's faith. It's something you don't actually question. You don't like to. You don't want to. That's two separate things. That's two separate motives, right? I think so. uh, Well, go ahead. Yeah, my, my upshot here was... These these two don't meet, right? From a science perspective, this is not falsifiable. I cannot reproduce the miracles that's been done. Hey, that's why we call them miracles, right? Yeah, they're not replicatable. <laughs> so, but science science says if if an experiment has happened, right, and it's scientific, it should be you know repeatable should be done again within certain conditions and things if it's explained well so that's that's by no means science so for example when the Bible talks about the the, uh, science of things or the physics of things it's not 100% accurate I mean with all respect to any religion when it just comes to science you can can just compare Mm -hmm. I mean for example in Islam they say the moon has been split Right. Wow. And there is a trace for that on the moon, right? Yeah. In Christianity, I think Earth has been created 
in like five, seven years? Uh, there's three thoughts in Christianity. They believe okay. young earth, mid earth, and then old earth. Okay. What is old earth? Old earth, they go back to like what we know about archaeology. And they'll go back as millions of years. Okay. Five, and the five, way that they perceive five billion years. Yeah, the way that they perceive okay. yeah, five billion, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the way that they perceive I didn't want to make a point by my question I was just gonna oh, yeah. I was just doing an example. In Judaism, for example, they have an earth on the back of a turtle. Yeah. Right? That's correct. So they have all these different beliefs in their holy books. With my whole respect to those to these, you know, things that they believe in. It's that's okay, it's fine with me. Uh but those are not falsifiable. I cannot really go there and prove them in, you know, in a lab and experiment. Just, mm-hmm. as for me right now, it's just hard to believe. I find it, yeah. Yeah. But again, I, I mean, religion is a good, very good motive for, a very effective motive for most of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I find that, uh, Yes, uh, faith, hope, and love, man. Like those, those three things. And yeah, like those are the three. Yeah, very powerful things. Yes. And I, you ever seen the book of? Uh, it's a movie. It's called the Book of Eli. Mm-hmm. Well, you know this. Like, what was the bad guy after? The Book of Eli. He won the Bible. Yeah. And when they discovered that there was one Bible, it was written in Braille. Yeah. And only he could read it, and he destroyed it. Why? Because he had it memorized. Mm. And he, his mission was to have it recounted, but the bad guy wanted to use it for bad. And so, like, with any ideology or anything, there could be someone who takes it up as a sword, and they can use it as a weapon, or they can hold it up yeah. the way it was meant uh, and spread good things. Yeah. Uh, and that every... I believe every religion has that uh, has that potential, but it can be used as a cudgel, and it has been in history. Yeah, specifically over this piece of land. Yeah, yeah, but that does not justify the atrocities. No, it doesn't. Okay, so there is a short line between these two. Yeah, I do acknowledge. I do acknowledge what you just said. Yeah, all with it. Man, I'll tell you what sucks the most is uh, there ain't gonna be no five dollar little seizures no more. <laughs> there ain't gonna be no such thing as a dollar menu no more. Uh, and I'll tell you this. You know, your price of eggs may fluctuate, come back down, but when it comes to these restaurants, and God love them, but once, uh, once they took that $12 item on the menu up to 17 18 and got away with it, brother, it ain't coming back. You already showed that you'll pay it. Inflation, boys and girls. But then you get permanent, and your dollar, your spending power <coughs> goes down. So, let me tell you something and tell you about inflation and how crazy it's going, especially in the food prices. Oh, yeah. Okay, food items? Ah. So, 
the first Canada. Middle Eastern country that takes Yogurtsa. Yeah, absolutely. The first Middle Eastern country that takes most aid and most money out of the U.S. is Israel. The second is Egypt. Okay, yeah. but there is a big difference. I mean, but the second is Egypt, nonetheless. All right, there is a big difference between uh, the money that we both receive and the amount of aid. But let me tell you why right now. Inflation is in Egypt, in food. Come on, give me this. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. You're a little cunt. That's what you <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> I see. How dumb can I be? <laughs> Let me see that thing again. Let me see that. <clears throat> Let me see that real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Damn. You're good. You All got right. me. You got me. <laughs> so. Yes, the inflation right now and the food pricing is going fucking crazy. I mean. Two LBs of tomatoes two years ago were, let's say, three bucks. Mm. Can you give me your estimation as of today's price? I'm going to guess 300%. <clears throat> so that's nine. nine. All right. So two LBs of tomatoes right now is 18 fucking bucks. That's 600%. Yeah, I was only halfway there. And I mean, they just—they have just increased 50% yesterday. They went from 15 to like 18 or something. It's so missed. And I mean, Egypt is not the first. Egypt is maybe well, the... Right now, the fifth or the sixth in Brazil. This is the first country in inflation. Oh, it's going nuts. The prices over there, you can't even imagine. It's a beyond imagination right now, the price, the food prices. Many countries suffered, and you know a lot of what that was. Uh, and that's why that whole Russia-Ukraine thing sucked. When you're looking at winter now, and now it, a lot of people are going to suffer because of that. You should have fucking met sooner. We got resolve. You, it's not almost like these people fuck everybody on purpose. Who are you calling these people? The governments. Okay. <clears throat> no, it's not on purpose. I mean, well, it has a meaning. There is a reason behind it. Okay. Oh yeah, they got interest. That's right. There is interest behind it. So. You've been uh, following the UFOs news recently. With the Indonesian on? flight. Indonesian flight. With the three yeah. flying around the plane. Yeah. The one that went missing. Yeah, I've been following that. <coughs> the government is hiding something. Uh, yeah. And... Everyone is just talking about it right now, and everyone is just telling a different story. And you can't just believe everything. 
I know, I might just go a little bit too far and say, all right, imagine aliens are out there and watching. Why would be a, why this moment would be an interesting moment for them to watch? Don't she like watching a train wreck? <laughs> this world's on fire right now. This world is on fire. This world is crazy. But we get to fix it, right? We're here to make it better. Yeah, we do. To make good contributions, right? I know. I, I, all right, let's not individualistic. I do not think, we do not think, it's about success, rather about significance. If you are significant to the people around you, you still could lead a simple life, a good life, and like make your dreams come true. Yeah, man, you get that legacy. People will tell your story. Correct. Just on a local level. <coughs> but it doesn't. Just but be it doesn't good to matter. People. Even if you have two or three friends, you know, just be good to them. They'd be good to you. That's that's fucking it. Very much. Yeah, man. Yeah, I get that. I love that shit. It's one thing I like. Like, uh, and some people just hit different for you, man. I've noticed that, like, uh, for some people, it could be... It's crazy what people obsess over, I guess. I, and maybe obsess is not the right word, but the, the stories that people like to tell. You know, just doing this podcast, I mean, it's always interesting to hear how they got there and who influenced them. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, there's that, somebody did something, somebody had an impact on this person's life, for better or worse. I like to, I like having these kind of conversations, though, I mean, because... They help you think. Yeah. And you may not agree. And that's fine. But, uh... You don't have to. You just have to think about it. Yeah. You know? You just have to take it as a human being. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? You just think about it from a human perspective. Yeah. I'll never understand, like, why people... It happens so much today. Like, if you say the wrong thing, man, someone will go out of their way to try to ruin your life. You know? Silly. I had a friend, uh, she had come on the show, Farouk. Okay. She lost her job because of a podcast. Because she spoke her mind. Mm-hmm. She did. What was she doing? Uh, she wasn't even talking about anything controversial. Okay. Nothing. I think it, and she never mentioned where she worked or what she did. Mm-hmm. You didn't, all you knew about her was. somebody important? No. That's just an everyday person, man. Oh, important, yeah. She's my friend. Important to me. I mean, somebody reported her. Yeah, somebody reported her. Yeah. 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 Somebody turned her in. Yeah. She didn't say anything provoking. Yeah. So to speak. Just offered an idea. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't do that. God, for, God forbid. 
someone doesn't all think the same. Does this mean I'll get expelled from MSU? I don't know. I, don't, I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's sad. Somehow, have you uh, watched Attack on Titans anime? No, I've been watching uh, One Piece. Oh, One Piece. Okay. Yeah, uh, I only got like 912 more episodes to go, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like a thousand of them things. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Buddy, I'm watching it for the second time. You know that? And I have gone... I have started this in March, and I'm now doing in the 900-something. Nice. It's a good show, obviously. It is. What's it's, it, what's it so teach? The idea is, I think... So, Luffy, he's searching for the One Piece. That's right. Right. We do not know anything about that One Piece. Uh -huh. Not now. Not yet. And, but he's just, he's enjoying the journey so far as like Sisyphus, you know, the secret is in the journey. But he wants, he wants to be king of the pirates. Yeah. And his, in his view, because his, his philosophy, his way of living his life is very Hegelian. It comes from the Hegel philosophy, right? He wants to be the most free man. He thinks the king of the pirates is the most free man. Oh, yeah. That's his way of winning this. That's his way of thinking about what this title means, right? Because he wants to be... <laughs> he basically, because this is an enemy again, he's saying, fuck the goal, right? He's saying, you know... Uh, we should be free. Shouldn't be anybody telling us what to do or what not to do, right? So he wants, actually, he's fighting against the government and he's fighting some wars. And there are other people other than the government. They have special, in, special interest and they are fighting against him as well. So he wants to be all over that. He wants to be the strongest. And by that, he's the king of the pirate. And by that, he would be the most free man. Which is, again, Hegelian. Because he doesn't kill anybody when he defeats them. Mm -mm, he lets them go. He, he beat them. He beat the shit out of them. Then let them go. And the thing is, they would watch him again. They would hear his news. They would see him growing. He would make an impact on their life. Every single one of them later on by not killing them. Yeah, you know? I mean, the first one, that, yeah. chick, that chick lost a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. And that, so. and that was her whole thing. She thought she, she thought she was the hottest pirate. <laughs> and then he turned her into it. Yeah. He freed her. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. I, th I thought about, like, some of the lessons that show teaches, man. It's, it does, like, each character and the way that... Hell, man, that's just a really well thought out show. It's got a, it's a good message, man. It's a good message. But the, the writer, his name is Oda. Yeah. Right, and, and I like Zoro. If you know Zoro, right, the one with the three swords. That's my favorite character. Right, I like Zoro because he's just the fine match for the right hand for Luffy. He is the second man on the crew. And he's just so decisive. Yes, he doesn't know shit about directions, but he could be of real good use 
when he's needed. So I like him. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. He believes in two things and the first amendment and big tits. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Sanji. That's right. Sanji's nice. He's a he's a he's, he's a, a simp. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's a simp. That's right. That's what he is. <laughs> he's the biggest simp ever. Yeah. And he, uh, his his character cracks me up. Yeah. I just got to where they picked up the reindeer. He's a cool little character. That was a cool little character development story. Yeah, the chopper. Yeah, chopper. That's chopper. It. Yeah, that's cool development, man. I like they do such a good job with all the characters. They're they're very complex. It's a big story. It's a big story. What I am interested or looking forward to watching is actually the House of Dragons, which is type of laying the background of the kingdom that was, or the kingdoms that were around Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. right? What was the playground? What, what, how was the world around? What is, why are dragons so special? I thought they were waiting on R. R. Martin to finish the damn book. Well, they are still waiting on him, but they are trying to anticipate something that could just explain even more. Because, I mean, if you ask my opinion, I just watched, I mean, not just watch, I mean, a year ago, just watched Game of Thrones, right, for the first time. We just didn't watch that shit before. And it was so amazing to like 60, 70% of it. Then everything just went downhill when it came to the closing season. Yeah. That was so absurd. Okay. So regardless of them crying, I mean, the dude didn't actually even finish the novel, right? Yeah. The books are still being written now. I always felt that way about loss, man. That's how, that's what you were when you watched it. You was lost. Mm -hmm. And it never... Kind of the same thing, man. Like, it had potential to be great, better with the way that you end it and the way that you finish the story. But, no, it's it's almost like it was an unfinished story. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know how to end it. Yeah. Feel that way about the uh, the King Killer Chronicles. Yeah. Like we've been waiting for the third installment for years now. And when he wrote the second one, I knew he was gonna be in trouble. Cause instead of beginning to close loose ends, he opened more up, and I was mm. like, "Well, this third book's gonna be fifteen hundred pages, cause you gotta tie everything up." I don't think he knows how to finish it. He's gonna take him some time. He probably. I don't know if we'll ever get the end of that story. I've heard people accuse him of not even writing the story. Yeah. Somebody. No, I think. Yeah, I think that's actually what's happening now in the studio of Attack on Titans. Because I, I read the box, I read the manga of Attack on Titans, right? Mm. And really well written. I mean, there is a closure. Right, there is justifiable uh, moral cause for each party to do to do whatever the fuck they were doing. Okay, they just wanted to do it, regardless of how brutal it was. But the studio itself is not actually filling in all the details, right? Mm -hmm. 
So it's more like the same happening, right? They are, the, they are right now are lost in, all right, how to wrap this up in 15 episodes or 20. And they announced it, oh, it's the last season, right? So it shouldn't actually exceed, because normally it's 12 episodes. And no, I don't think they'll, they can do it. I don't think according to the way they were telling it in the studio itself. I'll tell you something else that sucks that was taken from us. Yeah. Rick and Morty. <laughs> and like... I mean, it's coming out soon, right? It's out, but it's without Justin Rowland. Okay. And like, he he's done with the court and he was he was innocent. It didn't, whatever he was accused of wasn't legit. He ain't getting his job back. And like, I've watched the first episode without him. Wasn't the same, man. Like, mm. wasn't, wasn't it, you know? Like, you know, uh, Morty is uh, like a main character. And there were like a lot of scenes to where they would, like, when they showed him, he would be like walking out of a room. Instead of like having a dialogue and being a little smart ass, like, whoever, like, the voice ain't good. Yeah. It ain't good enough to be a main character anymore. I don't know. I mean, people may uh, feel differently about that, but I just. I thought that uh, I thought he was a Justin Rowland was very important to the creative process of that show, and it just ain't the same. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the front man of a band getting kicked out, and them trying to keep the band going. <laughs> it don't work. Sorry, you good? Anything else to do, man? I feel like we've covered a lot. That's right, we have covered a lot. Well, you get to wrap it up. For fruit, thank you, man. Thanks, buddy.
Steal, steal to the sun, come